Beach Weekly. Welcome back to Beach Weekly. I'm your host, Aubrey Bolster. This is the latest in coronavirus news on campus. Let's go. All CSUOB classes have been canceled from Thursday, March 12th through Tuesday, March 17th, and will resume online starting Wednesday, March 18th due to COVID-19 concerns. Online courses will be conducted primarily through Beachboard and Zoom, which is part of the MyCSUOB single sign-on. This comes along with many other closures on campus, including all ASI-sponsored events, the Student Union, and the Rec Center, which is closed until Tuesday, March 17th until further notice. LA Mayor Eric Garcetti announced Sunday that all restaurants, bars, clubs, gyms, and movie theaters will be closed in the city of Los Angeles. This does not include takeout, fast food, or grocery stores. Here in Long Beach, bars and wineries are closed following Governor Newsom's recommendation. Health officials urge the public to practice social distancing, staying home when possible. Coronavirus symptoms include shortness of breath, fever, and cough. If you are experiencing these symptoms, seek medical attention. That wraps it up for news. Here's our sports analyst, Manny Valladares, and Daily 49ers sports editor, Mark Lindahl, to discuss the future of beach athletics amid COVID-19. Thank you so much, Aubrey. I have Mark Lindahl with me, sports editor for the Daily 49er. Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me, Manny. Let's go into the timeline of where did, where did they start sort of looking at the concerns for the coronavirus and how did that evolve to where we are right now? In the beginning, a lot of the professional sports organizations had kind of sent, sent out warnings and things of the sort. But once it finally hit home here at Long Beach State was March 10th. So the women's basketball team had a game set up for 6 p.m. versus Cal Poly, and the team found out around 3 or 3.30, according to head coach Jeff Kamen, that all spectators, except for credentialed media and essential staff and personnel, would not be allowed to watch the game. And so that came as a shock to a lot of the players. Point guard Justina King spoke about how the atmosphere was just overall weird and how there wasn't the usual amount of cheering going on. But she also said at the same time that they weren't thinking necessarily where is the cheering? You know, they were focused on what was going on in the game, what coaches were telling them, and things of that sort. Uh, outside of just journalists, there weren't really that many people in there, especially audience members. There was like none at all. If right. So Long Beach State women's basketball has two quote-unquote super fans, I like to call them. There's two gentlemen who go to every single game and sit in the student section and consistently cheer on the team. And so I think the perfect scene to set up the way this night felt was those two guys were sitting and watching the whole game through an open door in the outside because they wanted to watch their team, but they couldn't. And so the only other people that were in the arena other than uh, media were the other women's basketball teams that were playing later in the night. And the men's basketball team was also given clearance to come cheer on their fellow uh hoops teammates at Long Beach State. Soon after this is when it really started erupting. It it all happened really fast. During the Big West tournament, I spoke with athletic director Andy Fee, and at the time, the school had given clearance for the baseball team, the Dirtbags, to go ahead and take off to uh, New Orleans, Louisiana to face number 23, Tulane. 
And so it all just kind of happened in a whirlwind because everything was expected to go smoothly without spectators, but games were still going to be played. But then early that next morning, the team actually tweeted that they were ready for takeoff, confirmed it was good, and mid-flight, Andy had to call Coach Valenzuela and deliver the news that they would have to turn around once they arrived right at the airport. And it just so happened that the Big West Executive Committee made the decision while they were on the flight, and that was the way that the cookie crumbled and no one could have predicted it. The Dirtbags were obviously on like a very good run. We have a very great volleyball team. What's the impact for major sports programs that we have here at school? What are they going to do now, considering that they've had championship prospects? Right, so to continue with the Dirtbags, it's a huge blow to the program to be gaining that momentum and not have a way to necessarily finish out that momentum. There was a hope in the beginning that if health experts said it was okay, according to Andy Fee, that they would have gone and continued play. But now that that time has passed, it's hard to see how there is a positive outcome for teams like the Dirtbags who were bouncing back and building such good momentum. Yeah. Um, And to continue with men's volleyball, there has not been a three-peat in men's volleyball for the national championship since 1981 when UCLA did it four times in a row. And so there's a huge amount of history. That's almost a 40-year gap between now and then. And Long Beach State would have been able to do something that hasn't been done in decades. And now that has just been taken from them. Being number four in the nation, they were definitely set up to compete in big-time games this year. How have you seen the students react to this news, like the student-athletes, and how have they, especially like seniors, obviously, because this was like they're going to be their last year, their last hurrah, and they can't even celebrate it because of this like abrupt ending to their season. Yeah, so I was able to speak with redshirt senior catcher Abby Lockman on the softball team, and... She told me a a great thing. She said that none of the student athletes were ready to be done and that the rest of the softball team should be bringing their bats home to get swings in because they need to stay ready. And so even though since that has passed and games have been canceled, everyone would like a do-over in this crisis that we're facing right now. Currently, it looks very bleak because of the fact that even places like the NBA have suspended their activities indefinitely haven't really given a timeline of when they'll come back. How's the NCAA been looking and the Big West in regards to like figuring out stuff for the future? Right, so as of now, what we know is that all spring and winter championships have been canceled. Spring competition has been canceled in conference and out of conference. It's really interesting because I think it's too early to be able to start setting up some kind of, this is how we're gonna pivot from what we've done. But the NCAA showing the willingness to discuss eligibility so quickly after this has shown that solutions are the main goal here. So I think that whatever happens, once professional organizations start making moves, it's a little bit easier for amateur organizations to start doing it. I hope that fall sports start up again because college just isn't the same without sports, but we also need to realize that life is more than sports. And so while these players are working hard on the field, on the court, in the sand, we need to focus on our family and make sure that everyone is safe. And on that note, 
Thank you so much for coming in, Mark. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. Uh, so if you guys ever want to read more content, make sure to look at the sports section at the Daily 49er. Oh, yeah. So we'll send that back to Aubrey right now. Uh, see y'all later. Thanks, guys. And thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beach Weekly. Don't forget to come back Thursday for a new episode. I'm your host, Aubrey Balster. Thanks for listening.